0: What's up y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Built with Beck, your health and fitness podcast. This week's episode, it's not necessarily like a two-part series, but this week's episode is going to be a great listen before next week's episode. So this week's episode of the differences between weight loss and fat loss is going to lead into next week's episode, which, spoiler alert, is talking about what, quote, macro-friendly even means. If you're in the fitness world, if you've been pursuing any kind of body composition changes, if you followed any of my content, you're likely familiar with the term macro-friendly. So we'll be talking about that next week, but to set the scene, this week's episode is going to compare the differences between weight loss and fat loss, because yes, they are different. Now, of course, if you know me at all, got to give a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode just to make sure that we're all on the same page here. I can only say so much in one episode, and so I can't address every single caveat, every single exception, every single scenario or listener's experience in one episode. So just to give a disclaimer, do you have to have fat loss goals in a fitness journey? Of course not. Does everyone want to lose fat or lose weight? No. If you don't like conversations about fat loss or weight loss or changing your body composition, then this week's episode is not necessarily the best episode for you. Next week's episode, What is Macro Friendly, is still going to be a good episode for you to listen to regardless of what your physique-related goals are, but this week's episode, we are just going to be talking about weight loss and fat loss. So if that does not interest you, skip this week's episode. Use it to listen to some old episodes, I guess. Now to set the scene here to give myself a little bit of credibility with my audience. I have been coaching formally, like coaching and being paid to coach for a little over three years now. In those three years of coaching, and I'm talking three years consistently, I have not done anything else. I can think of fewer than five clients who have signed up for coaching that did not want to lose weight, okay? So again, I've been doing this for years. I've personally coached over 100 clients easily, and I have had fewer than five clients who have signed up that did not want to lose weight. Now, the majority of my clients, when they sign up, do tell me they want to lose weight, And what I'm going to say here is not that they are wrong in what they want, but it's not actually weight loss that they want. The further I probe and ask them questions and talk to them about what it is about weight loss that appeals to them, the further obvious it is that what they usually want is not necessarily weight loss, but fat loss. They want to lose body fat off of their frame. They want to fit into their clothes better, they want to appear toned, they want to look different, they want their body to feel different. Now this would require fat loss, which again is different from just weight loss. Now before we break down the difference between weight loss and fat loss, which is obviously the majority purpose of this episode, I do want to compare two other concepts that are going to be really valuable for this week's episode as well as next week's episode. The first concept is body weight. Now, body weight is pretty self-explanatory. It's the weight of your body, right? It's the gravitational pull of your body. How much does your physical vessel of a body weigh? We're gonna compare this to body composition, which is different. Body composition um, is essentially your body's ratio of two types of body mass, fat body mass and lean body mass. Every single human body is made up of these two types of body mass. Fat body mass is obviously body fat. Lean body mass describes much more. It describes bones, ligaments, tendons, internal organs, and muscles. So it's this essential body mass, right, is lean body mass. Now there is a certain degree of body fat that is essential for human survival and life, but body Both essential and non-essential body fat is considered to fall into this FBM fat body mass kind of bucket. So if we think about body composition being the ratio of body fat to muscle mass essentially we can understand a little bit more beyond just the depth of how much do you weigh, right? We understand, okay, there's more to it than just how much does the scale show you weigh when you step on it. It's how much muscle mass do you have? How much body fat do you have? Because we know that this is going to have not just health implications, but visible physique-related implications as well. You can have someone who has a very low body weight, but they might appear to have no muscle. This is what's kind of nicknamed skinny fat, right? Where you don't have much muscle mass. Maybe you're not a larger person. You don't have a significant amount of body fat, but you don't have visible muscle mass. Now, by the same token, you can have someone who actually weighs more than they appear to. They actually have a heavier body weight, but because they have a significant amount of muscle mass, they don't look to weigh maybe as much as they do. This is really common for competitive athletes or bodybuilders where they actually weigh more than you might estimate simply because they have a significant amount of muscle mass on their frame. So now that we understand the difference between body weight and body composition, we understand that those aren't necessarily the same thing, now we can get into the conversation of comparing weight loss versus fat loss. Here's how we're gonna go through the rest of the episode. First, we're gonna review what is weight loss, specifically weight loss. Next, we'll move on to how is fat loss different? What is fat loss? Third, we'll ask the question of how do you prioritize fat loss in a weight loss journey? And then we'll round it out with question number four of how do you know if the weight you're losing is truly fat? So let's start here with what is weight loss? Weight loss is when you reduce your body weight, right? You are losing weight from your frame. To achieve weight loss, you have to consistently eat in a calorie deficit, and that's about it. If you are in a calorie deficit, whether it's from restricting your eating a little bit or increasing your moving consistently, you will result in a change in your body weight. You will lose body mass. Weight loss is just when your scale weight goes down. Now, I know it sounds like I'm saying the same thing with a bunch of different words, but what I'm trying to really bring home in this point here is that weight loss is the loss of any type of mass from your body. Again, remember that fat body mass versus lean body mass weight loss is just losing some degree of mass even losing water weight is technically weight loss now if you have a weight loss journey that you're embarking on if you want to lose weight if you're not careful, you could just end up looking like the exact same body you currently have, but maybe a little bit smaller, you know, looking skinny fat, if you will. Or I've also heard it phrased as I lost weight, but I lost weight in all the quote wrong places. As in I lost weight, but I lost it from my legs and my stomach looks the same. Or I lost weight, but only around my face and my arms and my lower body still looks the same. You didn't actually change the way your body looks. You just shrunk a little bit. Now, it's important to note here that calorie balance is the basis of weight loss, right? It's not just about eating healthy. Remember when I started out the point of what is weight loss and I said you have to eat or be in a consistent calorie deficit, whether it's from restricting food, increasing movement, or a combination of the two. To achieve weight loss, you can't just eat healthier. You can't just eat Clean. Just because something is healthy or even a really nutrient dense food does not necessarily mean that it's going to make you lose weight. It's ultimately going to come down to calorie balance. So, now let's talk about fat loss. Let's say you do want to lose weight, but you want your body to look differently after. You want to ensure that the weight you're losing is actually body fat. You want to be specific in the type of mass that your body is burning for energy. Fat loss is a change in your body composition. So, how weight loss is a change in body weight fat loss is a change in your body composition you're changing the ratio of body fat to lean body mass you're changing the muscle definition the tone the shape of your body you are losing body fat but retaining your lean muscle mass okay if you've ever seen someone who is into fitness or maybe you yourself have done a bulking phase and then following that by a cutting phase A bulking phase is a fancy way of saying you are eating more than your body requires. You're eating excess calories with the intention of not just gaining weight, but specifically building muscle. This is done through eating in a surplus, prioritizing protein, strength training very heavy and very consistently, and being patient. Okay, now let's bring this back to fat loss. Most of the time, if not all the time, intentional bulks, these bulking phases, are followed by cutting phases, by diets, by fat loss phases. Specifically, though, pursuing fat loss. The purpose of a bulk is to increase the muscle mass on your frame, and then the purpose of following that with a deficit is to then shed some of the body fat and reveal the muscle that you've built. So if you've ever seen a really like inspiring progress photo online or something, or you've seen those before and after photos of people who truly look like they have transformed their physique, or, oh, in their before photo, they looked you know, like a a happy, healthy version of themselves, but in their after photo, you can see their delts, you can see their abs, you can see all of this muscle mass that they have. There are two things that are important to note here. Number one, most of these people have worked really, really hard building that muscle beforehand. Like a lot of us think we have more muscle than we do. But second, these people have been very strategic in their dieting phase to prioritize fat loss. What good is a building phase? What good is all that muscle mass if you're just gonna lose it when you diet, you know? So a fat loss phase is achieving the type of progress where you are revealing the muscle mass that you have previously built or that you've already had on your frame. So question number three is how do we prioritize fat loss in a weight loss journey? Because if you're noticing here, there is a bit of overlap. It's not like fat loss and weight loss are completely different concepts. They are achieved in basically the same manner insofar as to prioritize fat loss in a weight loss journey you have to number 1 still be in a calorie deficit so it's the same prerequisite as if you were to lose body weight when we're talking about losing any type of body mass whether it's fat body mass or lean body mass to lose body mass you have to be in a calorie deficit your body has to be lower on food so that it has to tap into resources it's already stored be it fat or muscle or water or bone density whatever to consume and burn his energy, okay? So um, let me give an important caveat before we get into the weeds of fat loss. You can't spot reduce body fat. So what I mean by that is, let's say you really, really want to lose belly fat, but you're fine with the look and tone and shape of your arms and legs. There's nothing you can do to target fat loss on your stomach there's nothing that you can do there's no exercises you can do there's no specific foods that you need to prioritize or eliminate you can't spot reduce fat where we lose body fat how quickly we lose it from certain places if you lose all of your body fat from your arms and then your legs and then your stomach or if you just start to lose it all around where you lose body fat from is determined by genetics so that's nothing that you can change There's no point in stressing over it or comparing yourself to other people. Oh, she has such lean arms, but I lose body fat from my arms last. Like that's so frustrating. Yeah, well, we all have our insecurities and that's just something you can't change, you know? So the important caveat is you cannot spot reduce body fat, but you can prioritize fat loss in a weight loss journey. So let's get into how we prioritize fat loss specifically when embarking on a weight loss journey. Like I said, you must be in a calorie deficit. So this is true for weight loss too. So if you have any type of goals to lose body mass, just know you in a calorie deficit are gonna have to become friends for a number of weeks. Up next, the main difference and what really sets fat loss apart from weight loss is not the only difference, but it is the main difference, is prioritizing protein. Prioritizing protein is one of the best ways to ensure that the mass you are losing from your frame is not muscle mass. Protein is the macronutrient responsible for building and maintaining muscle mass. Now, if you're interested in learning more about this, if you're like, wait, okay, this sounds interesting, this sounds relevant to me, next week's episode is going to do a much deeper dive into this, but just know you must eat sufficient protein, especially if you're in a calorie deficit. Now, does that mean you need to drink blended chicken breast and protein shakes for every single meal or else all of your muscle mass will wither away? No, of course not. It's not that drastic. However, if maintaining the muscle mass that you have or building muscle mass is a goal of yours within your health and fitness, your physique-related goals, protein is going to be a really, really high item on your priority list. Okay, so like I said, protein is responsible for building and maintaining muscle mass. Thus, if that is a goal of yours, you must eat sufficient protein. Now, if you don't know if you eat enough protein, I'm willing to guess that you probably don't. Only because when we eat enough protein, it typically takes, you know, when I say enough protein, let me also reference, this isn't just a subjective kind of range that I've come up with. There is an actual measurable range that studies show will reap the benefits of a, quote, high protein diet, which I'll explain here in just a second. But what I'm saying here is if you don't know if you eat enough protein, you could probably benefit from having more protein because if you... Are making the intentional effort to consume higher protein in your diet you are likely better off than if you were just going willy-nilly throughout your day let's talk about this specific range the threshold at which your protein consumption is considered high protein and you will reap all of the benefits of that is consuming 0.8 to 1 grams of protein per pound of body weight per day so if you weigh 150 pounds your ideal range would be 120 grams to 150 grams per day you can eat above that range if you like. If you really enjoy protein sources, if it's easy for you to consume, if it leaves you feeling fuller longer, if you just enjoy protein in general, you can eat upwards of that range, and that's great. If you've ever seen online that high protein diets are damaging to your kidneys and all that's been completely disproven. Your kidneys will not be impacted by a high protein consumption unless a you have pre-existing kidney issues and b You not only have pre-existing kidney conditions, but you also eat an exorbitant amount of protein per day, like way above this one gram per pound of body weight range. Now, it's important for me to point out that this is protein consumption per day. So it's not necessarily a matter of, oh, I consumed 50 grams of protein Monday through Friday, but at Saturday's barbecue, I consumed 150 grams of protein. So it all levels out. No, with protein consumption, it really is a daily priority. It's something that you want to focus on building your diet around. Now, it doesn't have to be that intense. It's really not as difficult as maybe it might sound. Um, In next week's episode where we talk about macro-friendly meals, I'll talk a little bit more about ways to prioritize protein in your diet and all of that good stuff. But just know that daily protein consumption is super important for optimal health, but especially if fat loss is a goal of yours. Now, not only is it important on a day-to-day matter, but it's also important even if you're not dieting. So whether you're in a calorie deficit, you're at maintenance, you're in a calorie surplus, you want to prioritize your protein intake basically all of the time. And no, it's not gonna make you bulky, it's not gonna make you manly, and again, it's not bad for your kidneys unless you have pre-existing kidney issues. All right, there's one other factor that really separates fat loss from just weight loss, and that is strength training slash using your muscles. When it comes to maintaining muscle mass during a deficit, the old phrase, use it or lose it, comes to mind. You have to make sure that you're still exercising to basically communicate to your body, hey, we still need these muscles. We can't atrophy them for energy. We need to make sure that we maintain this muscle mass. So when you look at the differences simply between fat loss and weight loss, the main difference is this prioritization of both protein and strength training. If you are doing those two things, your body is in no position to want to get rid of muscle mass, to burn that muscle mass. Body fat is where you're going to see the majority of your weight loss come from. Now let's round it out with this final question. How do you know if the weight that you're losing is truly fat? For many of us, we want that confirmation. We want that validation. Like I referenced briefly throughout the earlier part of the episode, you have to be in a calorie deficit for a number of weeks, right, to see fat loss. This isn't something that's going to happen in a couple of days or a week or so. So as you're monitoring your progress, how can you ensure that you are truly losing body fat? I'm glad you asked. It's ultimately gonna come down to the way that you're tracking progress. My main encouragement for you is to track more than just one progress metric. This is where many people mess up in their fitness journey is they'll only track their weight. Now remember, we talked about the difference between body weight and body composition. Ultimately, even if you say your goal is weight loss, what most of us are truly after is fat loss, right? We wanna change our body composition, the way our body looks, the way our muscle appears. Um, We wanna fit into different size clothing. We want to change our body composition. So if you're only monitoring body weight, you could be missing the mark. So there are really two must-dos, in my opinion, when it comes to tracking progress during a fat loss journey, and this is gonna be looking at progress photos and looking at measurements around your body. Now, there are other things that you can do in addition to this. Maybe you have a pair of jeans that you wanna fit differently into, or you wear the same dress every time you update your progress photos and see how it fits you. But ultimately, the main priority is gonna be taking progress photos and taking measurements every two to four weeks or so. This will help you evaluate the way that your body is genuinely changing aside from just body weight because keep in mind if you're maintaining or even building a little bit of muscle mass throughout this process, the scale is going to move slower than it otherwise might. If you're just losing a bunch of body weight, you're losing muscle mass, water weight, all of the things, the scale might drop more rapidly, but if you are building or maintaining muscle mass throughout this process, the scale is going to move a bit slower. So making sure that you're taking progress photos and measurements every two to four weeks will help you not only feel confident that you are losing body fat, but if for some reason your rate of progress slows or you're not seeing the type of progress that you think you're putting in work for, you're able to see that and make changes, right? You can make adjustments accordingly. So it can be really powerful to make sure that you're updating scale weight, which I recommend doing each day and looking at weekly averages, and then also taking progress photos and measurements every two to four weeks. Now, like I said, next week's episode is going to piggyback off of this one. We're going to be talking about what macro-friendly even means when we're talking about food, because if you get further and further into the world of fat loss and what needs to happen for that, you'll likely stumble upon a lot of, quote, macro-friendly recipes, macro-friendly snacks, macro-friendly this and that, and I know that that can be kind of vague and kind of confusing. So, If you have fat loss goals, whether you're going to pursue them right now or down the road, or you're just interested in learning how the food that you eat impacts not just your body weight, but your body composition, definitely tune in to next week's episode. And as always, if you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can always reach me through the contact information linked in the show notes, whether it's through Instagram or email, I'd love to hear from you. But that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.